Jerk of All Trades podcast, episode number 50. The big 50. 5050. The road between episode 49 and 50 has been a little crazy. A little crazy, but we're back. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Yes. And uh, if you got off the train, hopefully you get back on because we're riding this son of a Come gun. I'm going to ride the train. Until the wheels fall it. off. Let's choo, go. Choo. So, you know, obviously we've been gone for a while and it's been a couple months or so. I'll have Ray give you the inside scoop on everything. Yeah, so I don't want to. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty, the details, or whatever. But I have documented in the past that I have had some mental health, uh, mental health issues, and so uh, basically over the past maybe year and a half, I've really, really been digging into some uh, some shit from my uh, my childhood and trying to deal with that. And uh, that's always a questionable thing to do. And, you know, is it going to make things better? Is it going to make things worse? Kind of got a little buck wild last year, jumped through some windshields. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, and then uh, then this year, uh, kind of similar things happened um, and kind of destroyed like every aspect of my entire life. Um, and... Uh, was a pretty big struggle. I'll be honest with you. I uh, there was a uh, time where I was considering checking myself into a uh, like an outpatient program. Um, I've been on kind of a litany of the pharmaceutical, uh, you know, th- medications to try to fix things, which I wasn't the biggest uh, fan of, and honestly, I felt like they made it a lot, lot worse. Um, and I'm not saying that, um, you know, if they work for you, if things like antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications and um, anything like that, if that works for you, that's awesome for me. It made me even more of a head case and uh, really put me in a bad, bad place and a bad state of mind. Um, and I think just kind of uncovered more mental issues. So, uh, well, yeah. that's that's why we'll always give you that progressive medicine talk. Because a lot of the you know over the counter drugs just don't work for people. Yeah, know? they're not normally over the counter, are they? Uh, I'm not. I don't I think know. They're behind the counter. Or maybe behind the counter. Depends <laughs> on what they are. The, the pharmaceutical. Uh, right, and I'm things. not saying that they're completely evil, but I think that uh, we just we don't understand the human brain, um, you know, as well as we should. And a lot of that stuff is really a guessing game on how it's going to work. I mean, I know people that have been put on antidepressants. Um, that it worked wonders for them. And for me, it just didn't do that. So, um, but I do want to, I do want to, you know, kind of direct people if you too, because I'm sure that either someone listening or someone that you know is dealing with mental health issues. And I'll tell you what, it's one of the most difficult things to deal with it. Um, and, you know, it's hard to reach out. It's hard to admit that you need help and it's hard to, you know, talk about it and tell people. And, um, but there's lots of resources out there. And I will tell you though, um, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. There was some times where I'm like, I just feel like I cannot get the, uh, get the help that I need, but, uh, I do want to direct people to, uh, mental health America, uh, mental health, America.net. Um, they've got a great website and they can basically direct you to, uh, you know, whatever issue you're dealing with, um, to a specialist, to a therapist, to a psychiatrist, um, just get your resources so you can just, you know, touch base with someone in really any way that um, that is going to work for you. But that's the first step. The hardest step is reaching out. Um, and while I didn't reach this point, I do want to mention to um, the uh, the suicide prevention lifeline dot org um, that is always out there. So if you're getting to the point where you just really feel like there is uh, no other 
Uh, no other way out. Don't do it. There is another way out. Um, don't do something that is a uh, permanent, uh, for a temporary situation, you know, uh, suffering is, uh, is temporary. Everything is temporary. So, yes. um, that's the, uh, the Buddhist in me. Uh, so, uh, 1-800-273-8255. If, uh, you or anyone else needs that, that's out there. So, but anyway, enough with the, uh, all that jazz. Well, I got your back. Don't give up. Always keep fighting. And just live to fight another day. Sometimes it takes a little bit every day to get better. Just a little tiny bit. And if you can get better a little bit every day, hopefully by, you know, a month or two or three, you'll start feeling a lot better. So, yeah, yeah. And that, and that's the hardest thing, too, um, when you're dealing with, like, uh, you know, uh, depression and anxiety and that type of stuff. It's uh, it really it renders you almost um where you can't, we can't do anything. And you know that like, you know, if I got out of bed, if I took a shower, if I went out and I did anything at all, if I, uh, you know, just went to the store, if I just drove around in my car, if I did some exercise, if I meditated, if I did yoga, if I did, you know, I have all the, you know, for me personally, you know, I have a list of things of like, you know, like uh, doing art, creating art, doing the podcast, things that are enriching that help me that make me feel better about myself. Um, but when you reach that level of depression, it's really unlike anything. Um, if you've never experienced it, you can't really fully understand it. And that's why um, I say to people that, you know, hey, if you know someone in your life that is dealing with it and you haven't personally dealt with it, um, you know, do some research and, you know, see how to deal with them. One of the worst things I find, especially as a, uh, a male dealing with mental health issues, is the man up just just man up just deal with it and i think that that's um hopefully an ideal that will probably uh, be dying off because i think that you know just because you're a dude doesn't mean that your brain is any different and you don't have chemical imbalances in your brain you don't deal with the same bullshit that uh, everybody else does so i think that 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 is a major reason why you see a much higher suicide rate in men because it's even harder for them to reach out and to say that they need help because fuck it, just man up. Yeah. So. There's a stigma to it for men. No doubt. No then doubt. It's easier for women to claim it than men for sure. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, so yeah, but the podcast is back. We are back in the saddle and we're going to be rocking out. we got a great fucking show. Yes. A lot of amazing topics. Let's go. And we're going to end them with the first one. So here we go. Amazon patents for wristbands that track warehouse employees' movement. Love it or shove it. Wristbands would be able to track employees in a warehouse in real time. The system blends the wristbands, ultrasonic devices around the warehouse, and the software management system to monitor performance. The system would track employee hands and positions as they move items in and out of inventory bins. If workers move their hands to the wrong bin, the bands would then buzz to let them know they're doing it wrong. Kind of like having a big brother overlord with you at all times. Wearable could collect a lot of personal information about an employee, including when they use the restroom or even take a break. Making employee decisions based on any collected biometric data could violate the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act. And some states, like Connecticut, have laws that restrict employee surveillance or require companies to notify employees of any monitoring. With or without a wearable device, the company's warehouses will likely do introduce other high-tech ways to increase productivity. So perhaps with using more robots, we might not mind the surveillance. Until then, the verdict's still out. I'm Travis Brown. We'll see you next minute. Wow. 
All right, big up to uh, first rule minute. Uh, that was currently up to 21 views. So, <laughs> jeez, three of those were probably us. Good thing we're bringing attention to this. Yeah, good, good on Connecticut for uh, you know, not letting that shit fly either. Yeah, yeah, this is this is fucked up, and another reason why. So we live in a city that has an Amazon warehouse, and there are actually a lot of people that I know that work at Amazon. And a reason why I don't ever want to work at Amazon. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing was the vibration is it'll nudge your hand. If, uh, you know, you're doing something wrong or, you know, your tracking movement is not on point. Yeah, you can word it however you want, <laughs> but you're fucking shocking your employees <laughs> because they're fucking walking the wrong direction. That haptic feedback. <sighs> You Imagine can. you really got to blow, like, you know, you had some bad tacos or something, you just got to go to the bathroom, and your haptic feedback just won't stop buzzing you because you got to run to the bathroom. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, so I actually, I, I mean, this is before this even exists, but I, I recently read an article, it was an article uh, that was posted online, and then uh, I was actually reading the Facebook comments on it, and a lot of people that worked at Amazon and uh, actually, I think the whole article was this dude uh, that was a former military guy that worked at Amazon and how he basically just could not handle the fucking hectic pace. And he saw these people that just could never reach the quotas that they, that they were given. Um, you a lot of the Amazon warehouses don't have air conditioning. Um, he if he would go to the bathroom, he would then be, you know, basically chastised by his supervisors because he wasn't meeting his quotas. Um, there are break rooms. You would get a 15 minute break. Exactly. On the when the 15 minute was up, you had to already be scanning a new item and putting it in a box. And so the break room was like five minutes away. So it's like you would have to walk five minutes at a break room sit down for five minutes and then you have to leave Use earlier too. five minutes to get back to right, work. Right. <laughs> but you know, I mean, what if you fucking like ran into somebody, you, Oh, here's the other thing too. You are not allowed to talk to other employees. Even if you walk by them, you actually get in trouble for that. I wouldn't so, last very long there. Like it's just <laughs> literally turning you into a robot. And I mean, this is just another further way in which, um, Amazon is trying to bring their productivity even higher. And I appreciate that. I mean, they should be able to do that, I guess. And people should choose to not work there. Like I choose to not work there. Sure. Um, but you end up in certain areas where that's like your only option for like a decent paying job. And I have that in quotations because typically they don't really pay that well. Yeah. There's other places to go. Uh, Myers is doing this as well in their warehouses. I know, uh, my friend works at a food service company. He said that, uh, a lot of their warehouse guys are actually coming from Myers now because they disagree with what Myers is doing with their Fitbit snitch. And that's what I like to call it. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're leaving. They're just like, all right, cool. Peace out. We're out. We're not going to deal with this uh, little Fitbit snitch that we got going on. Here. I mean, that's good. I mean, I think, you know, that in an area where you have that opportunity where you can, you know, it's like if you don't agree with the business, you can, you know, choose with your wallet to not support them. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think there are areas where that's, you know, the, that's the only option for someone. And so they're kind of stuck working there. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess my issue with this is, is, I mean, Jeff Bezos is the fucking richest man in the entire world now. And yes, you know, he made the money himself, you know, also on the back of many other people, but still, I mean, how much, when is enough enough? 
right? That's a great question. Like Amazon, like their currency. Yeah, you want to get better and better, but at the expense of the people. I think that that's a big, big problem with big corporations is when they lose sight of the people aspect of, hey, you have actual people working for you, and maybe that's more important um, in ways than profits. And actually, I feel like if you treat your employees better, you're actually going to get more productivity out of them shocking them because they're fucking walking like left instead of walking right to fucking <laughs> put a fucking dildo in a box like they went the wrong way on their first day of work right like, like, why is this buzzing me <laughs> oh i'm going the wrong way like yeah it's just i i don't know i i find a major major problem with it uh civil rights privacy and security issues here big time Oh, no doubt. No this, doubt. this is uh, okay if you got robots going on, like robots walking around. You can buzz those robots maybe. But, uh, you know, people have emergencies, just like family emergencies, personal emergencies. Um, you know, people have the need to react to things that's not on the wrist uh, <laughs> that are coming from the outside world, not just inside the warehouse. Um, so if you can deal with it and you can make that money, I mean, if it's for you, it's for you. But if it's not, uh, hopefully, you know, you can find somewhere else to go because I don't think they're using it now. They're not. It's patented. But I mean, but there are places that are using it. Yeah. Like I Myers. Mean, yeah. I, I definitely think it's something that they will plan on utilizing. And it doesn't change the fact that regardless of this thing, Amazon is known for treating their employees like absolute oh, shit yeah. for having unbelievably huge turnover rates um yeah i mean this is something that they're known for so of course this is something that they would look to do especially if you know competitors of theirs are doing the same thing so the problem becomes though when everybody adopts it and then then you really don't have a choice if you know hey you work in a warehouse guess what you're getting a fucking fitbit snitch on your fucking hand it would yeah it'd have to go to the supreme court before that happened i think (laughs) i think there would be too much of a backlash against it Here's the other question, too. So right now they're putting it on the wrist. I mean, what's stopping them from, like, putting it on your fucking ball sack, right? Yeah, or your neck? <laughs> like <laughs> you, like you, total recall? If Like, if you get fucking written up, they fucking take you in the back and they fucking they take... They buzz your balls? They take a fucking battery and they fucking hook up fucking wires to your fucking uh, testicles and fucking... Oh, I might like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking put uh, bamboo shoots under your fingernails or something. Oh, damn. Okay. That, yeah. <laughs> You're going to meet your fucking quota now, aren't you, bitch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finger, fingernails or not uh yeah i mean if you're in a, a position like this and you don't like where you're working at i would say take a chance and get the fuck out yeah um you know nobody should nobody deserves to be treated like this uh if you like the money then stick with it but um <clears throat> you know there's jobs everywhere now unemployment's at all-time low and uh there's jobs popping up everywhere so even if you got to take a l on the money or something and just start over somewhere else where you'd be happier maybe just try to be happy and see how that works out how do, how do you feel as a because obviously you have the people who work there who have to deal with it um, how do you feel then on the flip side you as the consumer supporting Amazon because that actually these type of things and a lot of the shit that I've read about Amazon recently actually makes me not want to support Amazon oh, that's, and that's look interesting to, you bring that up August 7th my Amazon Prime expires and it is actually not getting renewed so uh, yeah, I disagree with it, and I, I disagree with the practices. And like you said, I can uh, take a stance with my money. Absolutely. Bye-bye, uh, Amazon Prime. It's going to hurt a little bit. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's going to sting. It's going to sting a little bit. The but, ease uh, of it. I mean, here's the bottom line. Amazon has created um, 
an amazing way to be able to purchase things. Uh, what sucks too, though, is that a lot of stuff that you buy on Amazon is actually um, just brought into Amazon warehouses. You're actually buying from third-party sellers, so you're hurting them. You're hurting the people that work at Amazon. So, I mean, there's other aspects to it, but still, you have to make a choice of where are you going to put your money. And um, you know, hopefully, there will be more competitors that come out that uh, that have systems that rival Amazon. But uh, I'm willing to take uh, a little bit of inconvenience uh, on ordering things and my consumerism to hopefully put my money where my mouth is and um, support businesses that actually give a shit about their employees. And at this point, I'm hard pressed to believe that Amazon gives a shit about their employees. Well said. Well, anyway. So, all right. Next up on the agenda from a Harvard researcher that indicates that cannabis can actually make you thinner. Oh. What? Now, when you oh. think of marijuana, you think of munchies, right? People overeat. But there have been three previous studies to this one that I'm about to talk about uh, that indicated that people actually lose weight if they smoke pot regularly. So if you're the occasional marijuana smoker, it doesn't really have that much of an impact on you. But if you smoke regularly, it could actually regulate uh, your insulin levels. Hmm. So let me give you some more information about this. Uh, the study, if you do want to read it for yourself, was published in the American Journal of Medicine. And um, what they found was that uh, uh, their, their fasting insulin, the, the participants in the study, their fasting insulin levels were lower and they appeared to be less resistant to the insulin produced by their body to maintain a normal blood sugar level. There's got to be a way to, to replicate that in a pill. Well, that's, that's the reason why these researchers want to uh, study marijuana. And remember, there are some federal restrictions on, on marijuana studies. And researchers really want to emphasize that there are real benefits to smoking, not smoking, but uh, using marijuana. And the only way that they can do these studies is, is if the government lifts these restrictions. You know, I have become such an American yeah. that I'm like, there's got to be a way to take that without actually... I was going to say, I don't know if you ever watched the Young Turks, but uh, Sink there, <laughs> you know he's like, tell me more. <laughs> he's, he's a cool guy, though, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cool, uh, interesting article I found on yeah. Time.com, uh, Time Magazine. I cannot believe this was on Time Magazine. Boy, the times they are <laughs> changing, huh? Big time, man. Uh, a new study published in the American Journal of Epidemiology Finds an, Say that five times yeah, fast. Finds an intriguing connection between marijuana use and body weight, showing that rates of obesity are lowered by roughly a third in people who smoke pot at least three times a week compared with those who don't use marijuana at all. Interesting. Interesting. I will tell you that obviously as we go through, there's some different reasons why that may be and some things that may skew the, the numbers, numbers a little, a little, bit. A little bit. Yeah. But I will say that me as a, uh, you know, in the times that I partake in marijuana, um, I usually don't end up with the munchies. I am not a munchy hmm. weed smoker. So huh. um, occasionally, yes, but uh, more times than not, no. Um, I tend to drink a lot of water when I uh, when I smoke pot. Interesting. Well, that helps you lose weight, right? Too. Exactly. Yeah. Like one of the biggest things that helps you lose weight is drinking. I'm as I crack open my giant Fiji water. Fiji boy. Oh yeah. That's what's up. Natural artisan uh, water. Go ahead. Researchers analyzed data from two large national surveys of the American population, which together included fifty-two thousand participants. 
Uh, in the first survey, they found that 22% of those who did not smoke marijuana were obese, compared with just 14% of the regular marijuana smokers. The second survey found that 25% of non-smokers were obese, compared with 17% of regular cannabis users. So the numbers go down a little bit with the uh, people smoking. Some research, research finds that highly religious people are less likely to take drugs, but more likely to be obese. <laughs> yeah, they were saying that they kind of they kind of trade off like one one addiction for yeah, the other, one vice for another. Sorry, sorry super religious people. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go to church now. I'm gonna get hit over the head with uh, a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says here though that you must consider that one of the most popular uses of medicinal marijuana is to stimulate appetite in people with cancer, AIDS, and other diseases. So such patient, patients are significantly less likely to be obese than the general population. Yeah, yeah. So that definitely, I'm sure, plays a big, big role in it. Um, but I think another thing that was pointed out here, and I think this is probably part of uh, what I saw as well, is that a lot of people are substituting their marijuana smoking for overeating. So yes, um, yes. and I, and I think that that's very true. Like, you know, as someone too, who like say, you know, maybe smoke cigarettes sometimes, um, you know, instead of like, Hey, I'm going to go and, you know, fucking eat a pizza. Maybe I'm going to smoke a cigarette. So, um, yeah, I mean, and I that, think that that is enough to uh, please you. Right. You're it, just it, like, right. Oh, that it, was gives good. You that, I like that. It gives you that dopamine release because I mean, you know, like, like they say, you know, a lot of times people are eating just simply out of boredom. Um, they're not actually hungry. Or even if you are hungry, a lot of times if you drink water, usually you're good. Your body is just telling that you that it needs something and maybe it needs to fucking, you know, a little uh, bong action or something. Yeah. Or <laughs> if you're some... working at Amazon, you got five minutes to eat for your whole eight hour shift. You're cramming your face with as much food as you possibly can <laughs> in that your little five minute window before your haptic There's feedback, no... <laughs> you know, buzzes your uh, pulse into your your cranium. There's no way you have enough time to fucking uh, smoke a J. Then <laughs> you're no, fucked. yeah, you gotta eat. <laughs> you're fucked. You gotta you gotta, eat. Eat, you, gotta eat, eat, you gotta eat an edible. I think. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Two birds with one stone. That's I can't imagine <laughs> eating edible and fucking work at amazon oh my god well, I, i'm open-minded to this stuff like if it works give it a try no for sure if it for works sure. give it a try if you've tried you know jenny craig and nutrisystem weight watchers all these things and they haven't worked for you smoke some pot man it ain't, you know it ain't the worst thing in the world weed watchers there you go weed watchers <laughs> you might have just came up with something oh there. i was digging in there i was digging in i'm like i gotta find i gotta find a fucking pawn gotta find a pawn <laughs> and i got it there Um, but yeah, another question would be, uh, what is the weight of people that smoke dabs? (laughs) We're going to have a whole time magazine slacking, dude. They got to get like the edible people, the dab people. Uh, what about salvia? (laughs) Jesus. You're probably losing a lot of weight smoking salvia. Yeah. Your body splits into like fucking 800 pieces. So if you weigh them individually, uh, I recently read that dab, dabs are uh, dab smokers are like the crackheads of pot smokers. So and, I can't uh, imagine. I never tried it, but I, know I actually the, have not either. But I've heard uh, the percentage is way high. Uh, I ninety seven percent THC. I think oh, somewhere in that fucking range. Man. Yeah, I'd be high for like four days. That's some crazy. <laughs> that's some crazy science shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nuts. Coming soon. It's twenty eighteen. Pretty soon, it'll be legal everywhere. Think so. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that the word? The word Not, on the street? Uh, probably. Oh, see, I'll, I'll make a prediction, then it won't happen. Then people say, aha, you're wrong. Oh, my God. But I will say around the year, second term, let's see, I'll say around uh, 
2023. 2023. 2023, 48 out of 50 states will have it. Okay. All right. And uh, Wisconsin will probably <laughs> be like the last fucking yeah. state. No, they'll be one of the two that doesn't have it. <laughs> I will tell I will tell you recently that uh, I've been trying to obtain. Uh, do you know what kratom is? Kratom. I've heard of it. Uh, kratom. It's uh, it's one thing. It's utilized a lot of people that uh, are addicted to like opioids and stuff like that. Utilize it as a um, because it, it works as an opioid, um, but it's a plant. It's a natural plant, um, so it can be used for that. But uh, um, for people to get off of like pills and stuff. But uh, also it, it's got like analytic anti- uh, anxiety um, and like uh, anti-pain properties, that type of thing. And uh, so I, in the past, have actually purchased this and it actually works pretty well. And so I was going to purchase some again, uh, trying to find some natural remedies for some of my issues. And I found out that Wisconsin is actually only one of three states where it is legal to purchase Kratom. Where it is legal. It is illegal. Oh, it is illegal. It is oh illegal. Oh my god. It is legal in all the other states except for this state. I so, gotta get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I was actually in Chicago recently and there was a fucking Kratom store I drove by. I was oh, in an no Uber. Shit. I'm like, I'm in fucking Wisconsin. I can't fucking even order this shit. Like you go on the list, it's like the like one of three states that are like, sorry, bro, we're not sending it there. You're gonna get fucking busted. Somebody yeah. actually got busted and arrested for it here. So. so you can just go in there without a card or anything and buy some? Yeah, yeah, that's it's, pretty. Uh, dope. Yeah, it's completely legal everywhere else, um, and yeah, it's actually it's uh, it's quite nice. So, anyway, that was kind of that was off subject. Yeah, I might need some marijuana to fit into these skinny jeans, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> this uh, next clip is hilarious. Hilarious. You ready? Let's go. Turn around slowly. Keep your hands up so you can see how you look. I feel Turn like I'm, I'm watching a police video. Apparently, there's an iTunes track called Jeans So Tight that you can download. Oh, my goodness. There's an ad here. Keep turning. Is this child abuse? Uh, Verbal abuse, maybe. Yeah, it is. It looks like you stole a midget pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh a ball just so randomly rolls by Big for as no you reason. Is. <laughs> How short them pants look. And they're up under your, your behind. And how skinny they are. You can't even pull them up. Try to pull him up. He must have tried to go to school wearing that. He's trying. He's trying. He cannot get that much. Girls don't even wear their pants that tight. <laughs> he can't get him. He's got a bedunk. No he's got way. a fucking, pull him up. He's got a bedunk, dude. That's because he's wearing them shorts, I think. Yeah. You know, if you got to go commando on a pair I of pants. I bet your sisters can't even fit them pants. Yeah, way too tight. <laughs> way too fucking tight. Way too tight. Yes. Man. He's I just trying. love how angry the dad is. He so, is so fucking mad. What happened here? How did this happen? One day you're shooting hoops. Next day, kid come home with a goddamn pants Bend on his knees. Bend <laughs> oh, down. Squat down. Oh, my goodness. going to make him squat. No, those squat th- down. Those things are going to break. It's done. Bust. It's done. Uh, he can't do it. He mind you, we it. haven't seen this video Squat yet. all the way down. <laughs> he can't do it. Oh, my God. He can't do it. Turn sideways. His feet squat are going to fall off. Squat down some more. 
And he is he's a he's a thin You can't even do it. That's yeah. the thin kid, man. He's pretty small. Fucking grounded, dude. Big as you is, you're about to be 16. <laughs> Looking like you had a 10-year-old pair of pants on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cut it. Let's go. This kid's had enough embarrassment. Okay. All right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to that kid. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're we apologize. It's got five million views on YouTube. Five million fucking views. Um, yeah. But uh, fucking skinny jeans might be killing your nerves. Yeah, <laughs> they might be leads, getting on your nerves. Yeah, this leads into our next story, which might be my favorite sentence I've ever spoken in the history of this podcast. Please. One woman in Australia had trouble had trouble walking in her skinny jeans until she could no longer feel her feet. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, you want to take that, it from here, Ray? That is a tight motherfucking pair of pants the woman that's almost like that kid he couldn't even sit down he could not sit down he could not do squats i can't do squats i'm not wearing those fucking things uh the woman 35 spent a whole day helping her relative move out of a house uh she wore her skinny jeans for this task and spent a lot of time squatting apparently she could removing objects from low cupboards as the day went on her pants felt tighter and less comfortable but she didn't stop the task. Later in the evening, her feet became numb, not comfortably numb, but just straight up numb. And she had difficulty walking. She couldn't control her feet and she tripped, unable to get up <laughs> like the fucking she needed the fucking life alert. Right? She probably thought oh. she was dying or something like what happened to my feet? <laughs> what was it? The fucking life alert uh, back in the day for oh, old people when they fall? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fall, what was the fucking uh, what was the catchphrase for that? I've fallen and I can't I fall, get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. <laughs> I have skinny jeans and I'm only 35. Yeah, my skinny jeans <laughs> fell down <laughs> the stairs. Yeah. Uh, she spent several hours on the ground until she was found <laughs> and brought to the hospital. I can't imagine. Oh, she was in dire straits. That is she was in dire straits because re- of the pants. That ridiculous. She had. Uh, you know what? Real quick, I'll tell you a story about. <laughs> so, uh, so my my weight has fluctuated uh, pretty greatly over the years uh at my maximum in my adulthood i weighed 285 pounds at my minimum i weighed 150 pounds so that's a lot of yo-yoing and that was completely contingent on how much weed i was smoking nah. <laughs> just kidding just kidding Didn't. it was actually about uh drinking lots of water being healthy getting exercise but anyway um so uh my girlfriend I uh, had a pair of skinny jeans and she was a pretty skinny girl herself. And uh, one day I decided, I wonder if I can put your pants on. And so I did. So I put on a, her pair of skinny jeans and they fit me. And she was actually very depressed about that. And uh, <laughs> I was sort of depressed too. <laughs> and uh, they did look pretty fucking rocking on me. <laughs> my balls never looked better. Yeah. And uh, you could see my butthole. And, uh, and I took them off immediately before I got fucking nerve damage and I went back to wearing normal pants. So see, I get nervous. I might get nerve damage in my balls. Like (laughs) I I don't want that happening. That is true. I mean, that's the thing too. They say like about wearing like tight underwear and stuff. You fucking, your, your balls are too close to your body. So they like get too hot. So it kills your sperm off. Yeah. The body heat from your body. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a lady, but still, you know, same difference. Her feet went so numb, she fell down the stairs. (laughs) Ridiculous. By the time the doctor saw her, her legs were so swollen, they had to cut the skinny jeans off of her body. She had (laughs) completely lost feeling in her lower legs and feet and couldn't move her toes properly. 
CT scans and other tests showed that the prolonged compression from the genes had damaged the nerve and muscle fiber fibers in her calves. When the muscles swelled, they compressed the nearby nerves, causing the numbness. All right, so here's the question. You Four know. days on an IV. Four fucking days, right? Dude, so here's the here's the real question, too. How the fuck did she get these things on? Oh, that's I a mean, good question. dude, you I just imagine that like, you know, her like on a bed, like fucking like just like laying down, just like, oh, just every fucking like maybe calling like the fucking backup team to like grab a side and her girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you come over and help me put on my skinny jeans? I gotta put on my jeans for work. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And the thing that really upsets me about this. I'm helping Sally move. <laughs> is fucking Jinkos had just made a comeback and now they're gone. Now they're out of business. Oh, yeah. So we had the solution to this issue. And you know what? It's gone. I'll tell you what. This has actually been a major frustration for me, too. So right now I sit about 200 pounds, roughly. Um, and. I have, based on the way my body is set up, I have a somewhat difficult time finding a pair of jeans that fits right um, in the waist and in the legs. And uh, it fucking drives me insane that I want to go to the store and I want to buy a fucking pair of jeans and I want them to fit right. And I can't fuck. I don't want fucking skinny jeans. God damn it. I don't want fucking jeans that look like they've like got fucking 10 million acid washes and fucking yeah, holes you know, in them holes already. I fucking like, I will wear them until they get fucking holes in them. That's yeah, what I'll I put do. My own goddamn right. holes in. I Thank you very much. Original OG fucking Ray, the jerk holes in my fucking pants. I don't want to buy them pre like that for like $400. So it is very difficult as a dude in this day and age to not buy a pair of skinny jeans. And I'm wondering if the fucking government, fuck, I'm going to have to talk to Alex Jones about this shit. Uh Oh, <laughs> They're what, fucking. What they're fucking. They're fucking trying to make men fucking wear skinny jeans so they can lower their sperm count and thus lower the fucking population. Ooh. And turn the frogs gay. Ooh, you might be onto something there. That's a possibility. That's interesting. Oh, shit. I do not spread that, guys. I bought a couple pairs of Calvin Klein jeans last year. Uh, you know, because they're on sale and shit, and. You know, they fit nice. They're not skinny jeans, but they fit a little more snug than I love. They're not Jenkos by any means, but, you know. One thing I will say about Jenkos is those pockets are made for men. Like, I, the skinny jeans, you can't put none in your pockets. You can't put shit in there. I got a phone, you know. I got a wallet. I even got a small wallet, and I don't even keep that much cash on me because I know these fucking pockets are so tiny. You know, I'm carrying around maybe a little gum. I got like you know I might want to carry a bottle of water in my back pocket. You could that carry an AK forty seven in the fucking a pair of Jinkos. Jinko, dude. No, I'm talking about skinny jeans. Oh though. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Those Calvin's, dude. Those pockets are tiny, tiny. Yeah. I got this big ass phone. This phone ain't fitting in those little ass pockets. Get the fuck out of here with skinny jean pockets. Yeah. yeah it's... But Jinkos, I'm mad at Jinkos. I could bring my iPad with me if I went places <laughs> or Jinkos. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this lady's all right. Um, she, apparently she can walk fine now after four days on the drip on the IV there. But, uh, God damn, man, if you're helping somebody move, get you a nice pair of shorts, comfortable shoes. Dude, for sure. If I'm helping someone move, I'm wearing basketball shorts. That's what's happening. So <laughs> that's the bottom line on it. And that's the bottom line. 
because Ray the Jerk said so. All right. Oh, hey, real what? quick, though. Fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin wore fucking skinny jorts, so we can't fucking quote his ass on that. That is true. <laughs> Stone Cold has some tight-ass shorts on back in he the really day. He really did. He really did. That's all good, though. He's yeah. so big. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Social media time. Do it up. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Jerk of All Trades Podcast. Put us in the search bar. You know what to do to find us. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a heart. Give us a smiley face or that laughing face. I like that laughing face. I think there's new emojis, too, so you can give us some of those, too. I think there's one with red hair. Really? Yeah. Nice. Fucking ginger. No offense to gingers or nothing. but We love them gingers. They got their own emoji now. My favorite. What is your favorite emoji? I have a favorite emoji. What's yours? Ooh, the upside down smiley face for sure. Is it? Hell yeah. Mine is without a doubt the cum face. It's the fucking, it's the face that's like <laughs> drooling, but it's definitely got fucking cum dripping out of its mouth. That's my favorite. Can you relate to that? Or? No, well, <laughs> I'm not the face. I'm the fucking. You're just sending all your friends the cum face like, hey, I'm not Eddie, come over. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> have I ever. Not when you sent me that emoji. Have I, have I sent you the cum face emoji yet? No. The cum face emoji is reserved, okay? Oh. Oh, so okay. The cum face—that's like a low key. Uh, yes, it's not one, groove on. Right, it's exactly. Oh, exactly. I thought it was like a social, like no, uh, no, 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 no. You know, I—I've actually learned a lot more about emojis. The little three water squirts too. Those, oh, I know a, what that is. The little water squirts. <laughs> yeah, with the eggplant. Little driplets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us. You know what? We want to know what your favorite emoji is. So yes. Email email us what your favorite emoji is. Maybe we'll make a post on uh, Instagram. What's your favorite emoji? You let us know in the comments. Maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about some of your. We'll shout you out for uh, for your favorite emoji. Yeah. Would you drop that emoji down? We'll, we'll, drop uh, it like it's hot. Shout you on the podcast, especially if the if the if it's those uh, driplets. <laughs> no, you can't have it be one of ours. It's got to be a new one. Oh, how do you know that's not their favorite though? I mean, it could be, but they're yeah. not getting in the podcast. We already talked about that. Oh, it's got to be different than that. Uh, I, what? I don't want to create a bunch of rules and regulations. I no, just want to know yeah. what their favorite. Hit fucking... me with that hurricane emoji. Yeah, whatever, whatever you guys want, whatever your little hearts desire. All right, cool. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, you can always listen to the podcast on our website, joatpodcast.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave a comment and review. And also, don't forget if you like the show. Get a shirt. We got some get a pretty, fucking shirt. We got some pretty badass shirts going that, on right uh, now. The the universal call out the uh, the black print on the white shirt has become my favorite. It uh, it looks very 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 nice. So definitely worth it. Twenty three bucks. Get yourself a shirt. It's high quality. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a tank top. Get yes. yourself any fucking thing you want with the awesome JOAT logos up on it and be out there and be spreading the word the jerk love it's the best thing that you can spread out there so swag what else are you gonna spread swag and by the way spreadshirt.com is where you can find oh i didn't even get the (laughs) (laughs) so spread it at spreadshirt.com and uh yeah we would that just gave me an idea i'll tell you on the break okay i'll tell you on the break okay all right and then uh, also i don't know if eddie mentioned but uh hit us up Jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, uh, favorite emoji, whatever you want to talk to us. Tell about. Ray he's your favorite podcast host. Yes, please. I need some positive encouragement in my life, and I need it from you guys. The, Always. The jerk 
army. I, I, I got an idea for our names of our uh, listeners. Do you know? The Jotes. The Jotes? <laughs> I was thinking J-O-A-T-S, the, the Jotes. I, I was thinking the jerk-offs. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little too yeah. hard to put on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the I've, jokes. I've 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 put worse things on a shirt before, so I'm not wearing any of your shirts. <laughs> it's an emoji with a cum face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might end up being a shirt. Uh, anyway, all right. So it's break time. So we'll see you on the flip side. Hey, what's up, guys? Ray the Jerk from the Jerk of All Trades podcast with an offer just for you, the listener of the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their sensational service. I've got a recommendation for you once you get your trial all set up, and that is Robert Anton Wilson's Cosmic Trigger, Volume 1, The Final Secret of the Illuminati. Trust me when I say you'll be declaring yourself a pope in no time flat. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast to get your free audiobook, courtesy of the jerks. Magic mushrooms could make people with severe mood disorders feel better for months at a time. Two new studies found that a single dose of psilocybin, the psychedelic compound in magic mushrooms, helped relieve the symptoms of depression and anxiety in cancer patients for at least six months. Mood disorders can increase the risk of suicide and become a sort of roadblock for cancer treatment. Thus far, the effect of antidepressants on cancer patients has been pretty weak. But after a single dose of psilocybin, a majority of the patients in these new studies reported a major shift in mood and outlook on life. The effects of magic mushrooms have been studied for quite some time. The psychological community has had an interest in psychedelics since the 1950s. Still, these new studies are showing, quote, unprecedented promise. Nice. All right, we are back, and another story that I absolutely love. Big up to fucking Denver, Colorado. Hell yeah, man. So, If you got weed making you losing weight, you can have uh, magic mushrooms. Uh, making you feel better. Making you feel better. Curing your depression. Curing your anxiety. I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, I have talked about my usage of it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why the fuck I decided not to go down that route because I was already stuck in the fucking pharmaceutical fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, which fucks your brain up. So that's all fuck, right. Fuck my brain up. Well, Denver, Colorado was the uh, was uh, blazing the trail <clears throat> for medicinal marijuana. And legalizing that. Well, maybe California was first, but Colorado definitely uh, <laughs> blazed its own trail with the legalities of it. But now Denver is uh, talking about legalizing uh, psilocybin. So it's a group called the Denver for Psilocybin. Uh, may soon have the all clear to start gathering signatures so you can vote on it this fall. The group met with city leaders about their push to decriminalize psilocybin decriminalization would mean reducing the penalty for possession of psilocybin mushrooms so yeah they were they actually gathered on the steps of denver city and county buildings and uh, they were chanting free the spores free the spores and if you know anything about uh mushrooms which i know quite a lot a little bit um (laughs) spores 
<laughs> mushroom spores are actually illegal. So is it kind of a lot or is it kind of a little bit? <laughs> uh, it's kind of, a, kind of a lot. But uh, but spores. You're using those Hillary Clinton sentences yeah, on uh, Spore. I did not have <laughs> I did not eat those magic mushrooms. Um, but yeah, spores are actually legal. It's just, uh, you know, when you. When they when you utilize when they them, grow up, yeah. yeah when, they, when they grow up, then uh, they're not as uh, not as legal anymore. But uh, yeah, I think this is fucking awesome. Um, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more research out there now for psilocybin magic mushrooms being utilized for mental health issues. Oh, absolutely. The guy in the video was just saying that uh, cancer patients with depression <clears throat> that the pharmaceutical pills weren't working on them, and the psilocybin mushrooms were kind of making them have a better outlook on life i think that and i think the reason why is basically what modern uh what uh psycho psychotropic drugs that the pharmaceutical industry doles out what those do it are is they basically mask the problem and once again i don't want this to be a bastardization of those things because i know that those do work for a lot of people um but Personally, they didn't work for me. Yeah, this is for p- the people that it doesn't work for. And and there's certainly a lot of people out there that the shit doesn't oh, work for. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, there there's studies that over 50% of people that are on antidepressants don't see any um, any increased, um, you know, um, any alleviation of their uh, their mental issues. So, and I think that's because it just, it masks the problem. It doesn't get to the root of the problem. And if you've ever done magic mushrooms before, which, raise your hand if you have... <laughs> Uh, we both raised Me. our hands. <laughs> I raised both my hands. I'm always in a good mood. Uh, so uh, mushrooms, basically, even you know, even if you have a quote unquote bad trip, um, it it makes you confront different aspects of your psyche, um, of things in your life, in just the world that you inhabit, and it allows you to be able to basically purge those things. And I feel like it really. Uh, does a good job of uh, it connects different neurons in your brains that don't normally talk. It digs things out of your subconscious. It allows you to be able to deal with those in a different way, look at them differently. And by the end, you come out and you feel a lot fucking better. And so that's how to me, you know, and a lot of the research shows the same thing. And obviously that's what this does. And and that's why I think this is an amazing idea. This bastardization of psychedelics that we've seen, um, by our government for so long is uh hopefully dying with the uh with the old timers yeah i i can only speak from my own experiences probably about 90 percent of the time which isn't a lot of times but still i've had some of the best experiences of my life on uh psilocybin mushrooms the best most memorable just like you know who's to say i would have that experience without it with or without it's hard to say given you know where i was and stuff like that but I mean, the the proof is in the pudding for me, and um, I did have one experience where I was more angry at myself before I I was in a shitty situation with my life and pissed off at myself. Took some mushrooms and had a bad experience, but you know, nothing's perfect. Nothing's gonna be a hundred percent. And more more than anything, it just brought out more of what was already inside of me. Yeah. So, so like. It's not the mushroom's fault I had a bad experience. It's my own damn fault because I let myself get that low and, you know, the depths of, uh, you know, my, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was mental health or whatnot, but like, uh, you know, I had a bad experience because I was having bad experiences in life. Yeah. And I mean, you know? set and setting obviously is, you know, the most crucial thing to uh, doing any sort of psychedelic. 
But I, I mean, I, I stand firm by the fact that it doesn't matter uh, whether it seems like it's a bad experience. I've had some, you know, some psychedelics that I've taken, not necessarily uh, magic mushrooms, where when I was taking them while I was, you know, coming up or I was in it, I was like, fuck, like, I wish I wasn't, you know, experiencing this right now. Or this may be too much or I don't want to fucking confront this thing or whatever it might be. But I always come out and I always feel better than I did before. Um, and it, you know, it, it gives you like a new lease on life. It was like, man, that was really cool. You know? Yeah. Just like the experience is always so awesome. Uh, let me just get back to the story right here because, uh, it is interesting. There's a, uh, there's a lot of research for all sorts of mental health issues, everything from anxiety to depression, to cluster headaches, addiction, or to cluster headaches and addiction. Um, psilocybin can help with, uh, there was somebody that had a suicide attempt November 12th of 2015 and they think it helped them get out of their depression and it helped them with their PTSD. So you were talking about, you know, <clears throat> troops and soldiers coming back from uh, Iraq and shit or wherever, uh, Syria or wherever the hell, uh, you know. Wherever we're killing people now. Wherever, yeah, wherever the fucking uh, military was sending people out to, they come back with PTSD. Lo and behold, psilocybin mushrooms is helping people with that too, so... You know, you can chalk one up for psilocybin mushrooms. You can chalk one up for, uh, what was that, the MDMD? MDMA, uh, MDMA ketamine. Ketamine. Like, <laughs> all sorts of new, new, new medicine out there. And not even new, just things that have oh, been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that have been bastardized for so long. Um, and, I, and, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to go my Alex Jones fucking mode again. But, I mean, I, I think that it makes sense to just dumb people down rather than to have people actually get over their shit and be more empowered and you know so so yeah basically there's more to it you know you can read up on it if you like moral to the story i've had some of the best times i ever had on mushrooms and if it helps other people i'm all about it yes yeah, so denver do it up and hopefully we see many other cities states follow suit and uh yeah fucking tax the hell out of it <laughs> yeah so we didn't even get into that aspect but yeah there's there's tons and tons of money to be made on it um yeah why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you mm -hmm. so anyway all right about what Squinter said tonight. I mean, about what it would be like. You know, not having him. Hmm. Time's up. Three bucks off. Just 
Dominoes. Hey, this is a 10. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, oh, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. That's the wise words oh. this week. Yes, friends, the new mm. Turbo Eat that all one spice. <laughs> that looks delicious. <laughs> oh, and Splinter's head. I made a funny. Ha ha ha. I love Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes. So I had to play a little clip. That's a little throwback to uh, the Those Movie Guys podcast episode. Uh, TMNT was one of the first movies I saw in the theater, and the story was about uh, about pizza. So let's talk about it. Yeah, Pizza Delivery Man gets 180K after getting crushed by 400 pounds of cheese. That's a lot, a lot of motherfucking cheese. And I'll tell you what, I'm actually surprised this happened in Connecticut. I'm surprised it didn't happen right here in good old Wisconsin. Yeah, no kidding. Considering we have a fucking cheese castle in the town we live in, that would be the place you'd be crushed by cheese, I feel like. Fucking drawbridge, fuck made of cheese, fucking crushes your ass. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's actually Domino's Pizza again. Uh, they paid out recently $180,000 to a former employee who was injured while transporting 400 pounds of cheese into one of the chain's restaurants in Connecticut about two years ago. I said recently, it was two years ago. Ah. The guy's name, you gotta wait for it. That's right. His name is Mohammed Hassan, a 55-year-old Meridian resident, uh, was unloading boxes of cheese from a truck on a rainy day in June 2016 when his hand truck slipped under the weight of the food, according to the Connecticut Law Tribune. The hand truck landed on Hassan after he fell onto his back and he injured his ankle, knee, and back. I said back. And pussy and crack. Yeah. Uh, he wore a leg brace for six months and will likely need knee replacement surgery. Jesus. That's Jesus. a lot of motherfucking cheese. He should get a lifetime supply of cheese. They give him that. No, they should that give him a lifetime supply of Domino's, bro. <laughs> that that would actually be pretty weird. He'd need a lifetime supply of weed, too, so he didn't get super fat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or that might be actually He worse, might need some mushrooms, too. So he might be depressed after all that shit. Dude, for sure, man. That is that is a whole lot of fucking cheese. Um, that's crazy. 400 pounds of cheese. It's almost worth it though. 325. Oh no. He only got 180. If it was 325, man, I might almost get crushed under 400 pounds of cheese. I bet you too. When that cheese hit the ground, they probably threw it away. Fuck. Probably. And then my pizza was probably late. Yeah. That was for my pizza. That's right. The the wise words of the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) I fucking, I, I ordered that pizza and I was like, in special instructions, it was like, add 400 pounds of cheese to it. I'm staying away from any type of cheese that weighs over 10 pounds. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's, uh, that's way, way too much cheese. So I feel bad for this dude. He is not, uh, I don't He got 180 grand eh, eh. and a free knee replacement surgery. How you know his knee was already fucked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. He's 55. He probably did have a fucked up knee. Already, so. <laughs> He's like two birds, one stone. I can retire Ooh. now. <laughs> All right. All right. So good. Good for him. Good for you, Muhammad Hassan. So I'm happy for you. And <laughs> and in that vein. <laughs> it's 
getting hot in here. Ooh, it's getting hot. It's getting sticky. Is that mozzarella? Is that cheddar? Provolone. <laughs> is she eating the pizza or? I, I is think she, she likes it. <laughs> Mikey likes it. We'll call her Mickey. Mickey really likes it. Can she smoke in a restaurant? Oh my god, the giggle is so cute. All right, yes, that was a a lady eating pizza and having an orgasm. Fairly certain she was faking it, but uh, you never know. You never know. Maybe she was. Uh, maybe she was just bad at it. So maybe the pizza just wasn't that good. If I got a Domino's pizza, there's no way I'm having an orgasm from that thing. So. No, but after you have an orgasm for the ladies, you might want a pizza, right? Goddamn right. Well, guess what? Now you can <laughs> with the fucking rub grub. Ray, this story is right up your alley, bro. <laughs> it is an adult entertainment company. It's come out with a new sex toy. It's a vibrator that orders pizza after you orgasm. Uh, once again, called the Rub Grub. So how does it know that you orgasm? Is it like a wristband that knows every time you orgasm? Uh, it gives you that haptic feedback so, when you orgasm? <laughs> according to the press release, this is a diddle and dine device. It comes with an internet-connected button. <laughs> Say that again. It's it's a diddle and dine yes! device. Diddle and dine device. <laughs> Um, a little diddle and a little dine. A little, a little diddle, do you? A little dine. Usually, it's you? the other way first. You got dine first, and then you diddle. But yeah, you know. <laughs> or you can do both at the same time, right? Yeah. It all depends. With the emoji. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, apparently, it's got uh, it's got a button on one end that's similar to the button on the Amazon dash wand. I'm not really sure what that is. Is that mm. another vibrator that does something? Yeah, I'm not too familiar. I'm not too uh-huh. familiar. But once uh, once a person programs their payment, delivery, and order information, the Rub Grub connects to your local pizza place through its application programming interface, um, and uh, which is how two pieces of software communicate with each other. Whatever. Um, <laughs> that was pointless. Uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's currently in the final stages of development, and Parker expects it to be available for purchase in the next few months for only $19.95. For <laughs> Fucking not three easy payments of nineteen ninety five. Just, just one ni- payment. Yeah. One easy payment of nineteen ninety five, and you can get your rub grub, and you can get your rub on, and then you can get your grub on. Apparently, uh, it is uh, currently only being utilized. Well, Domino's is actually not uh, super pumped about it. I think either they, uh, I don't think that they want their name to be connected to this thing. Um, they're not completely vehemently at, like opposed to it either. Oh no, not yet. They need to know for sure right. it doesn't Does it, work. Right? <laughs> Do, are people liking it or what? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Domino's man uh, killing the game. Apparently, they're gonna be uh, using other pizza places aside from Domino's. So if you're not a Domino's yeah. fan, um, you know maybe you can get one of your local pizza places hooked up to this thing. Uh, Pizza Hut tried something similar last year, but it was uh, way way more shitty. It was a pair of uh, basketball the Bluetooth shoes, shoes, the fucking yeah. shoes that you fucking pump up and it orders your pizza. That's not anywhere near quite as fun. Um, so, I think this is pretty cool. I love it. I can't imagine being a delivery driver with some pizza, and you know, you you kind of get a feeling like after so many times mm. of delivering, like it's a chick. 
You know, it's probably like nine or ten o'clock at night. You're like, oh great, she probably just rubbed one out. We <laughs> got to deliver this pizza, this chick again. <laughs> one of our good friends is a pizza delivery guy, so we'll have to ask him if he can tell when a chick has just rubbed one out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if it's the same chick every time? It's just, it's just get a little awkward, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that they would know. You know, it's not that they would know that it was connected to the rub grub. That would be kind of weird. Well, right? when she opens the door, her hair is all tossed to one side. Yeah, maybe she, she barely she, stand. Yeah, all right. I've been in some. <laughs> situations like that before yeah, you know yeah. you know she was rubbing like and grubbing put, diddle put your, and dining and put mode. yourself together for you know 20 seconds and go down and get the pizza so yeah i don't know i think it's uh i think it's a cool cool little idea so i think it's great i love yeah. it because i mean let's be honest here after uh you know after you have an orgasm you might be a little bit might be a little hungry so god damn right so put in that work yeah yeah all right diddle so, and dine. <laughs> Uh, before uh, before we get into the uh, the final stretch of the show, uh, we do want to mention, uh, give a little shout out. Uh, if you are in the area and you want to meet the jerks and you also want to go to a, an awesome, awesome, um, it's a concert, it's a grill out, um, it's going to be food, there's going to be beer, there's going to be everything. Uh, it's called the Neighborhood Nasties and it's on Friday, uh, August 10th. Um, it's going to be at Hat Tricks Bar. That's in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, doors are going to open at 5 p.m. They're going to start grilling at 5:30. Music's going to start at six. It's only five bucks to get in. You got ten dollars for food and for beer. So, unlimited. Unlimited. Uh, While supplies last. Little uh, little press release. We welcome you all to please attend and support the summer celebration of our hardworking musicians and original artists we all know and love at Kenosha's prime venue for aspiring original artists. Hat tricks, baby. So be held on Friday, August 10th with the festivities to begin at 5 p.m. to kick off your weekend just right. The grill will be blazing and the sounds of your hometown heroes will be in the air. Just five measly bucks to attend and an additional $5 gets you unlimited tap beer and food off the grill. Can't beat that while it lasts. This is not your typical punk show or metal show. We're giving you everything from rock and roll to folk, blues to horror, punk, metal, death metal, heavy plastic, even hip-hop and electronic. Uh, don't miss this one. Save the date. Invite your friends. Celebrate the special uh, day with all of us. <clears throat> For bands, we got uh, the inside and outside stage. We got In Theory, uh, my buddies in Thin the Herd. Thin uh, the Herd. My buddies in Slaughter Party, uh, Ghost Machines, Bastards Asylum, Cookie, <laughs> Cookie, <laughs> Cookie Crotch Nuts is going to be closing it out on the inside stage at midnight. Uh, the outside stage, we got uh, Old Wolves, uh, Josie Spoons, Thunder Driver. <laughs> that, I wonder if that has any correlation with the uh, Domino's uh, vibrator. <laughs> I was kind of thinking, what, is that a Jujan Liger move, the Thunder Driver? Oh, Thunder Driver. Thunder Driver. I don't know. It might be. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Stay Up All Night and Fight is uh, closing it out on the outside stage. And you got special guests, our buddies, uh, Stinky Goblin Emporium, who has created all the awesome artwork for the show, created our T-shirt designs, and of course, yours truly, Eddie as well. The jerks are going to be there. Jerk of all trades. We're going to be doing media coverage. Basically, we're just going to be there, hanging out, doing a little recording, a little social media stuff. Come and hang out. Come meet us. Come talk to us. Uh, buy some beer. Buy some food. Oh wait, you we're don't have to. We're taking selfies with everybody. We're taking so many selfies. We're gonna. It's going to be ridiculous. So. Come come out, have a good fucking time. It's gonna be great. So, yeah, man, really looking forward to it, and uh, hope to see everybody out there. So, 
Wise words this week, Ray. You ready? I am ready as I have ever been. All right. I typed these a long-ass time ago, so I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> All right. My wise words this week are tough times do not last, but tough people do. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. If you're going through some tough times, uh, just remember that they don't last forever and that the, <clears throat> you know, the people that make it through are you know what's the most important. So... Going back a little bit maybe to that uh, suicide prevention thing, uh, just remember that whatever you're going through is only temporary and that you'll make it out stronger. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And that reminds me that uh, it's almost a playoff of uh, when Scott Hall got uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame and his uh, bad bad times don't last, bad guys do. So Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely, 100%. Whatever you're going through, um, just know that you have the fucking strength in you to make it through and come out the other side and things are going to look a lot better. And, you know, just, just remember that from, you know, from destruction comes creation. And so if things are falling apart in your life, maybe there's a reason why that's happening. And, you know, you're going to fucking blossom into something even bigger, better, greater than you were before. And you just got to weather the storm. So love it. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right, my wise words uh, come from one of my personal favorite heroes, Mr. Robert Anton Wilson. And it is, if the world seems to be getting bigger and funnier all the time, your intelligence is steadily increasing. If the world seems to be getting smaller and nastier, not to be confused with the neighborhood nasties, <laughs> uh, nastier all the time, your stupidity is steadily increasing. So basically, this is just like... It's all about your perception. It's all about what you look at and what you see in the world around you. So you have that choice each and every day. So the the good can't exist without the bad and the bad can't exist without the good. There is going to be horrible atrocities in this world. People are going to be dying. There's going to be wars. There's going to be famine. There's going to be any number of shitty things going on in this world, but there's also going to be a lot of beauty. There's going to be love. There's going to be people taking care of other people, picking people up, um, trying to make their lives better. And that's what we're trying to do here too. And so if you're seeing that shit, then guess what? Then you're a hell of a lot smarter and you're getting a lot smarter each and every day. If you are noticing those other things instead, you are choosing to see the bad elements of this world and you're just a dumb dumb. So because guess what? <laughs> Ouch. If, and that was a little harsh, but and I get it because you know I've struggled with that too. But uh when you when you decide, when you make that choice, and I know it's not always easy because you're fighting against your brain, but when you choose to focus in on those bad things, guess what is going to permeate your life in every single way? Negativity bad things, shitty things. You're going to draw more shitty things and more shitty people towards you because that's the energy that you're giving off. And that's, you know, being a human is energy. We are energy. Everything is energy. And so when you're giving off those negative vibes, you're basically, um, you're like a, a repellent to good things and positive things. And when you're giving off positive vibes, people want to get a part, you know, get a little piece of that. You know, they want to, they want to be around someone who's uplifting, who's, who's happy, um, who doesn't focus on the bad things. And so that to me, that's always been my goal and I haven't succeeded at, at it at all times, but it's something that I, I, I strive to do each and every day. And I, I hope I'm uh, I hope I'm getting better and uh, I hope that 
via the podcast that we can do that and we can spread some of that love out to the world. So podcast number 50 bringing it like only the jerks can come a long way. Yes. Yes, we have. Now let's see what Inspirobot has to say. You want to take the honors, my friend? All right. One second. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is a mouthful. (laughs) All right. I got a little visual of the sky, like kind of like the cosmos again. Reality is merely an exchange between the infinity of the inevitable and the central potential of the cosmos. That was a oh, lot of words. Look at all that. Look at all that. I was like, what? Whoa. I, I Like if, the whole screen is all words. I was, whoa. That was a lot of, my, yeah. my mind did not understand that. All right, let me say it again. Reality is merely an exchange between the infinity of the inevitable and the central potential of the cosmos. I still don't understand. I, it. I, I get winded just by reading this. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna need way more weed for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uno, dos, tres. Inspiral Bot, give me good things. All right. I got a light bulb chilling there. It says everybody has to repeat the mistakes of their parents, yourself included. Well, that's depressing. Boo. Boo. Fuck that shit. I don't like it. I want Come another. Come on, I want another one. Yeah. I want another one. That wasn't very inspiring at all. With even sh- in the randomness, I got a I got a rose. It says, "With shared acts of heroism come shared kids." That's a little better. Yeah, That's I'll, a little better. I'll take it this week, Inspirobot. Next Man, week, Inspirobot. What happened? I want you to bring it next week, Inspirobot. Like the jerks. It, it was it. either too like wordy and like didn't make any sense, like mine, or it was just like flat out not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So. so all right yeah looking forward to next week man you go we're gonna have a little uh are we gonna podcast before the uh event again or no um maybe we'll uh maybe we'll do a podcast after uh, uh after a the recap after the show we can talk about the event so um look forward to that look forward to seeing all of you guys coming out so fun time should be a should be a great time we'll see you at the hat home. tricks buddy yes yes so and as always we love you guys. Mwah.